guys, Coach B here. Welcome to another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach B. So I hope that you've got your favorite journal. I hope you've got your favorite pen, maybe even um, your favorite cup of tea, or even if you're driving along, I hope that you're able to follow along and maybe keep some things in your memory to jot down later on as we go through this podcast. Um, and kind of continue a conversation that we started last week when we talked about when the seasons of your life change. And we talked about how everything that happens has an appointed time. There's um, a reason why these things happen uh, in in, in order as to why they happen in the way that they happen. So we're going to kind of flip that coin and we're going to talk about when the seasons of your life don't change. What happens when we see everybody else Uh, seemingly going through life and um, they're experiencing breakthrough and things are just happening for them but we seem to maybe just feel like maybe we're stuck or our season hasn't changed or we've been in this season for months or maybe even years it seems like it's been forever and there hasn't been any type of uh, change or shift in our lives what happens what what does that look like why does that happen and oftentimes what we don't realize is it may be based on choices that we have made choices to do some things and choices to not do some things can hold up seasons in our life and what happens when we do that we have to realize is that when we're held up we're holding others up we are holding others up from experiencing breakthrough and their blessings because we are in a place that we've gotten stuck and stagnant. So we're going to look at some things that uh, may contribute to why seasons may not have changed in our lives. And, you know, every week we kind of look at the definition of a word that kind of stands out. And that word this week is change. When we talk about um, giving something a different position or place. Um, We talk about even um, the trajectory of our lives changing, there being a shift or something being modified. We do some things differently. We we think a different way. Uh, We replace um, some habits and mindsets and heart postures with new mindsets. Um, There's there's some things that are different. We've got to take some things out and put some new things in to continue to grow and move and elevate and to learn. Uh, be exposed to more, experience different things. That's all a part of change. And that can be uncomfortable sometimes. It can be a little bit lonely oftentimes. But we have to remember we can't stay in the same place. If we stay in the same place, again, we're holding up the line. So others behind you, others that you have influence with that are watching your journey and that you may be inspiring, they're held up because you're not making space for them. So you're holding up a space when it's really time for you to move. They want to experience change and growth too. So you've got to move, even if it's uncomfortable. We have to remember that that is still necessary. Um, And so my prayer is that you will choose change every day. That when you wake up every day, you'll embrace whatever changes may happen. You'll embrace even if that season doesn't change. Um, for you, but you'll embrace the changes that are necessary until such a time that God says it's now time to shift. Okay, so let's talk about some of the things that may cause us to be held up in a season. Again, these are choices. It's choices 
to do it or not to do it. So the first thing is that we've maybe been disobedient or we've delayed our obedience. God may have given us a specific instruction and we chose not to do it or we we modified it because we wanted to do it. Okay, God, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it my way. And that does not work for God. God doesn't bless a mess. If God gives us a specific instruction, then guess what? God gives us a specific way to do it. Um, And so where he gives vision for something, he gives the provision. He gives everything that we need to do it. So if he is uh, giving you an instruction to do something, do it the way that he said. Don't try to modify it so that you can stay comfortable. That means you're still in your flesh. That means you really hadn't learned anything. And so we need to be mindful that when we delay our obedience, we're holding somebody else up. We're holding ourselves up. We're holding somebody else up. And that person is holding up somebody else. So it just has a trickle-down effect. When we disobey completely, we have probably missed out on something great. Not only for ourselves, but to be a blessing to other people, to be a blessing to our friends or our children or our spouse our co-workers. It's not about us. And that's the thing that we have to remember as we go through this journey. It's not about us. The things that happen to us, yes, they happen to us. And we feel the pain of those things, the heartbreak and the disappointment. But these things are also happening through us so that somebody else can learn and gain from that. So they're happening through us for somebody else. And so when we learn to be a little more selfless, It'll be easier to endure these longer seasons. But if we're definitely always in the way of things, it absolutely makes it so much harder. So if you've made a decision, I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. I'm going to do it when I want to do it, how I want to do it. You are flat foot being disobedient. So you're going to keep butting heads. But the problem is you're not going to win that. So my hope and prayer is that you'll make a decision to change even the way that you think about that and being disobedient when God gives you an instruction. I realized that some of the seasons that I've been in my life that were prolonged, it was because I was disobedient. It was because I made a decision to do it the way that I wanted to do it because I knew better for myself. At least that's what I thought. And it was really just because I wanted to do that. And it ended up causing me more pain and more heartbreak because I was trying to feed my flesh and satisfy that versus surrendering this whole life of mine that is not my own to God and doing things his way. So I suffered some things unnecessarily because I was not fully surrendered to God. So when you go through those seasons that seem prolonged, we need to really stop and think, have I been, you know, following the instructions or have I just completely ignored it and done what I wanted to do the way I wanted to do it? Hmm. The next thing is that uh, oftentimes we straddle the fence between being in the world and of the world. You know, the Bible tells us that we are to be in this world, but not of this world. But some of us love being of this world. We love the worldly things. We love still going to the club. We love still doing things that we know we shouldn't be doing. But then we can be the biggest hallelujah praiser in church on Sunday. And we're conflicted and that conviction comes down so heavily upon us uh, because we know that we are straddling the fence and we're not doing exactly what God has told us to do, which is to leave that behind. 
But it's hard because we still want to be a part of the cool kids club. We still want to go out. We still want to do the things that we want to do. We want to still hang around these people and all that kind of stuff. But yet we want something great and miraculous from God, but we're not willing to make a sacrifice. And there is a level of sacrifice when it comes to when you're in these seasons of your life. There's sacrifice that has to be made. Jesus made sacrifice. God made a sacrifice. He gave his only son so that we can have life. When Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he he said, you know, he asked that this bitter cup be passed from him. But then he came back because he wanted to delay his obedience. But he said, guess what? You know what? Not my will, but your will be done. So we have to make that choice. We can't straddle the fence. We can't be of two opinions. Like, that's just not going to work. That's just not going to happen. We fortunately have the grace of God and even his mercy. But we can't just keep riding on, I have God's grace. We can't keep, you know, swiping the grace card. We can't. Because eventually, the Bible also tells us that God will lead you to a reprobated mind. I don't want to be left to myself. So I have to make a decision every day. I have to choose. I'm not going to straddle the fence. I'm going to represent and represent God everywhere I go and everything that I do. I'm not going to be proud of him over here and then be ashamed of him over here. I'm not going to be hypocritical. I'm not going to lead, you know, two and three lives to two or three different groups of people. And then I have to keep up all these lies and perceptions and personalities and all that kind of stuff. That's just too much when I can just be my true, authentic self. And if it does not make you comfortable, then maybe you're just not a person for me. But I'm not going to do this to appease you over here, but then do this over here to appease you. I don't want to straddle the fence. I don't want to run the risk of um, losing my soul for the sake of being popular in the eyes and in the sight of man. I, I just, you know, I've done that. We've all done that. We've all straddled the fence. We've all, you know, made these carefully calculated decisions to be this over here and that over here because we didn't know what this group of people were going to think or how they were going to feel and I understand there are times and places for things so don't misunderstand me in that because we don't want to be overbearing or obnoxious in anything Um, but we absolutely need to be solid on who we are and whose we are and who we represent everywhere that we go so take the time to evaluate whether you're just sitting here straddling the fence think about that have you been the same person everywhere in all circumstances and situations and done it with great respect to yourself and to your father in heaven. The last thing that God um, shared with me is that, you know, oftentimes we grow impatient and how many of us have been impatient? How many of us have thought, you know what? I did everything that you asked me to do, God. I've been faithful. I've been obedient. I gave this up. I started doing this, you know, We have to think about um, the fact that we're sitting here, you know, ticking our watch like he's the one that's late. And we have to remember that he's never late, but that he's always right on time. And so uh, we got to really look at um, the fact that maybe I'm just a little impatient. And the fact of the matter is, is that we need to check that 
in that moment because God has been so patient with us. When we were straddling the fence, we were in and out. When he left the 99 to come and get us. When we went back and and kept making these same fleshly, inappropriate decisions, these foolish decisions, you know, risking our lives, you know, putting ourselves in harm's way. He was so patient and gracious and kind, but yet we grow so impatient with him as if he is uh, of service to us. We treat him like he's a, a butler or a waiter and he's not. He's our father. And we are to be of service to him instead of going to God and saying, God, I need you to do this, 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 and this for me. How about maybe going to God and say, what can I do for you today? What can I do to represent you well here in the earth? What can I do that's going to bring you glory in today? Take the focus off of you and your to-do list and your agenda and get on his agenda and see how you can serve him. And everything will fall into place. You won't have that impatient spirit anymore. Because he's definitely been long-suffering with you and all of the crazy stuff that you've done time and time and time and time again. He has yet been patient with you. So don't you think you maybe need to be a little more patient and gracious? Just something to think about. Just a little nugget. Okay. So let's go into our transformative thought for the week. This can be something that you use as an affirmation. It's a declaration. It can be a journaling prompt. You can, you know, study it, do do a, a Bible study around it. Uh, you can um, use it as a part of your prayer um, as you continue on this journey and you're continuing to learn more about yourself and deepen and strengthen your relationship with God. So this is the uh, transformative thought for the week. I will graciously endure even when the seasons don't change and continue to prepare for when it does. So we've got to be gracious and kind and just endure whatever we need to endure. Remember what God has promised us. Remember what God has shown us. Remember what God has told us. Remember what God has done for us in the future. So if he did it then, now will not be an exception. He's not going to fail me now. He's not going to leave me. He's not going to forsake me. So I'm going to continue to trust him. I'm going to continue to follow him. I'm going to continue to be faithful to him. I'm going to be faithful in continuing to serve him. And do it with a joyful and glad heart. Even if it does not get better, I will continue to serve and trust God. And I will continue to prepare for when the season does change. When I do go into the next level. When I do go into the next dimension. When I do receive the next blessing. When I do experience the breakthrough. When I do experience um, new levels of Him and His goodness. I'm going to stay in that constant state of preparation like we talked about last week. I'm going to be that person. I'm going to choose that every day. I'm going to choose life. I'm going to choose faithfulness and trusting God, even if the season doesn't change, even if I have to endure this a little longer, even if God called me to a fast that was supposed to last a week and he says, no, I need you to do it the rest of the month. 
even if he says, I need you to get off social media, you know, for three days, but he says, I need three weeks. I'm going to do it and trust that there is going to be something great that happens on the other side of this. Amen. That's the type of faith that we have to have. Those are the things that we have to declare out in the atmosphere and serve the enemy notice that no matter what no matter if this thing never gets better i'm gonna still love you god i'm gonna still follow you i'm gonna still trust you i'm gonna still believe i'm gonna still speak well of you i'm gonna still serve even if my season doesn't change right now no matter what's happening for the people around me i'm gonna celebrate it i'm gonna rejoice with them i'm gonna give thanks unto you god for what you're doing in their life even though my season is still um, a season of isolation or loneliness or you know what seems to be so much strife and confusion and discord and disagreements God I trust you that you will get your glory these are the things that we have to continue to speak as though they were we have to continue to speak those things that are not as though they were when we continue to speak and declare those things then those things will happen. It changes when our thought changes. It changes when we speak differently about it. It changes when when, when our heart posture is different and people will see it in our countenance. They'll know she's going through a lot, but yet she's still doing it with grace and dignity. She still has integrity, even though she's being mistreated, even though she was passed over, even though he was overlooked. She still trusts in God. She still speaks well of him. She still, she still worships and praises him. That's admirable. That's the example that God needs for us to set for others that are trying to make the decision as to whether they're going to follow him. Those that are on the fence, that are straddling the fence, that are trying to be in the world and of the world. That could be the thing. Your example could be the thing that tips them over and they decide, I'm going to completely serve God. I am sold out for him. My life is, is all about God at this point. Um, and so we're going to look at a scripture that... We're going to look at a couple of scriptures that we're going to stand on, that even when things don't change, these are the things that we trust and that we believe God um, will do in due season. He will D-O in D-U-E season. So Psalms 27 and um, 14 says, wait for and confidently expect the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for and confidently expect the Lord. He meant that so much he said it twice. And so we have to be very, very mindful that we just have to wait confidently on him. Wait confidently on God. Believe and trust him and everything will work out the way that it needs to work out. But we've just got to wait confidently on him. Another scripture that I love is James 1 and 4. And it says, And let endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith, lacking in nothing. So when we go through these hard places, when we go through these seasons, it has a purpose. 
and it perfects us. It doesn't make us perfect, but it perfects us in areas. And it's and it's doing something thorough. It's replacing. It's it's burning some things away. It's replacing it with some new things. Um, and we lack nothing when it comes to the experience. We think that when something is taken away, that we're going to be lacking. There's going to be a void. God's going to be faithful to replace it with something better, something stronger. You know, when He takes this person out of our life, it may be that they can't go with us where God is taking us. They may not be strong enough to handle the criticism. They may not be strong enough to handle the naysayers and the negativity, but he'll put somebody in your life that's strong enough that can take the blows. They can take the hits. They can take the false accusations. And not only that, they can teach you how to go through those things. And so God is always faithful to replace whatever he removes and you will lack nothing. And I love those two scriptures because it reminds us of what God promises us when those seasons don't change and maybe we see that everything is going great for people around us, but we just need to focus on our journey. So that puts us back in that proper perspective. Um, And so as we go into these transformative truths, these are things that we can now incorporate into our lives. These are now things that can help shift our thought process and they shift the way that we talk about these things now because we've discovered we've been disobedient or we've delayed our obedience we've been impatient um that we've maybe been of two opinions now these are the things that we're going to do to make that shift not because we expect that once we start doing these things that the season is going to change it may but guess what it may not But we have to stay in that constant state of preparation and embrace whatever happens. Focus more on the journey than the end result. Mm. Thank you, God. That was good. Focus more on the journey than the end result. So the first transformative truth that I have for you is maybe you need to reevaluate your motives. Check your heart posture. Check your heart. Why are you doing the things that you're doing? Is it your vision or is it God's vision? And if it's a vision that you set for yourself and you haven't sought God, then maybe you need to reevaluate that. Get in alignment with God. Because when God gives you a vision, there's no struggle Everything that you need, you'll have. He's going to make sure you have everything you need for that to come to fruition. And so if you've developed this plan and you've got all these steps and it's just not working, God, look, I'm scrapping all of that. I'm going to do this the way that you want me to do it. I found that out for myself in my life. I made decisions based on what I thought was best for me. I was of a certain age in my late 30s. I had never been married. I felt like, you know what? This is the only person that's probably ever going to ask me. So, hey, I'm going to do it. I'm not saying that he was a bad person, but he was not the person for me. I made a decision based on what I wanted, which was to be a bride, not focusing on the fact that there is so much more to it than just the wedding day, you know? So when seasons don't change and you go through things and you struggle in so many areas of your life, it's all connected to a choice. Again, choices affect 
how we go through seasons. Choices affect whether seasons change or they don't change. These are things that we have to be mindful of. So evaluate your motives and why you do certain things. And if they're not in alignment with what God has shown you or you've completely ignored that, you need to um, repent, confess, repent. Go back to the drawing board and let God give you the vision and the plan that he originally had for your life, okay? The second thing, and I always make a joke of this with my friends, and I always say, you know what, sometimes we just maybe need to be in the remedial course. Sometimes we maybe just need to be in summer school. We need to take the class over again because we keep doing the same thing and we expect some great grand result. And that's not working. That's just insanity. So sometimes we need to just sit down somewhere and be quiet. Follow the instructions God has given us. We need to study the Bible more. We need to pray more. We maybe need to go on a fast as God instructs. Maybe we need to get off social media so we're not distracted. Maybe there's a TV program we need to stop watching. Maybe we need to stop listening to a certain type of music and maybe listen to more inspirational messages. Something needs to change in your routine. But if you don't stop to look at the routine and reevaluate it, um, you're going to you know, repeat and make the same mistakes. So sometimes you just need to be in the repetitive class to get these basics again. Sometimes we just need to go back to the basics. So take the time to evaluate that. There are some things that we maybe need to take away, some things we need to put in. So it's ultimately about you being a better version of yourself, being a better you so that you can be of great use to God, so that you have great impact and influence here in the earth and on people. It's about what God wants to do through your life. It's not about the position you can get, the job you can get, the money, the notoriety, the likes, the followers. It's not about that. If he uses those platforms, if he puts you on those platforms to get his message out there through you, Continue to have a spirit of humility so that you don't rise up in your flesh and think that you're greater than that. And then you won't become like a lot of people that we've seen um, in the world and have that have these great downfalls and think that they're rock stars and they've forgotten all about Jesus. So check that. And if you need to be in the remedial class, go to the remedial class. Get back to the basics. What was the thing that drew you to God in the first place that he became your first love and and you had this close relationship? Spend that time in that summer school class figuring all of that stuff out. And last but not least, uh, maybe you need to learn to be more patient. Let's just be honest. We grow impatient and we think that you know, it should be at a certain time and we're looking at the clock and we're looking at the next birthday and what people are saying and, oh, when are you going to have children or when are you going to get married or when are you going to do this? Whose schedule are you on? Are you living your life according to the schedule that you made for yourself? Are you saying, God, you know what? I'm available to you. Everything is in your good time and in your due season. I'm going to do my best to try not to get ahead of you. But if I do snatch me back in and get me back on schedule with you, stop and think about whose timetable are you on? If you're you're thinking that it's all in and of you, you've got it all wrong. 
and you're treating God as if he's some type of waiter or some type of butler and you can snap your fingers and he's going to just do it. God can be a God of suddenly, but God also knows when you're trying to use him and treat him like a genie in a bottle and he is not that. So take a step back, be patient and long suffering, just like God has been very patient with you. All the times that we have been um, disobedient, all the times that we've done some careless, foolish, reckless things, we've made bad decisions, we've been in horrible relationships, we've done some things that we know that we should not have done. He's been so patient and so gracious and so kind to us. And so the very least that we can do is be patient with him and realize there's a blessing in everything that's happening to us. And if we would look for that instead of looking in our flesh and growing impatient, when we really are impatient with ourselves, because every time that we get impatient and get frustrated, we're delaying ourselves. God is just sitting there like, I'm just waiting for you to have a better attitude. So if we would have a better attitude and be grateful for the things that God is giving us and even the things that God withholds from us, we would be in a far greater position and we would be far better blessed and we would be far better served when we're in seasons that don't quite change just yet. Let endurance have its perfect results and do a thorough work in you when the season doesn't change, but continue to be in that constant state of preparation because eventually the season will change. Amen, amen. Guys, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I would love um, to answer any questions or comments that you may have. I'm even open to hearing any suggestions that you have for podcast topics things that you'd love to hear me talk about, send me an email at info at vanessaogreen.com. But until then, keep showing up, keep doing your work. And remember, I am always, always rooting for you. Until next time.